You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Well, folks, this is the time that many of us have been waiting for all year long. The season of a Christ, of Christmas is upon us. So I want to welcome you today to another podcast uh, from the podcast ministry entitled Doctrine and Duty. My name is Brian Ray. It's uh, It's been a great season thus far as we just coming out of the Thanksgiving holidays and moving into Christmas time. And I want to just share with you some of the... Um, some of the features that we find in the Word of God uh, surrounding uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christmas itself um, is the time of year that we have designated on our calendars uh, to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, We are not uh, clear or certain or sure uh, of the date of the birth of Christ. Some even argue the time or season of the year is open to debate. Uh, but we have on our calendars, December the 25th of every year is the time that we celebrate uh, the birth of King Jesus. And of course, as you know, our culture has gotten uh, far away from that. Now, I enjoy giving and receiving presents. Um, I, I know it's early. As a matter of fact, I'm recording this podcast. It's still it's still November. We're getting toward the end. Um, but uh, even now, even in November, I've already wrapped Christmas presents. I love I love doing that. I grew up doing that. And uh, this year is the first year in a long time that I've just sat down early on and just begun to wrap Christmas presents in some of my, my free time. So I'm really enjoying that. So I enjoy the season. I enjoy the lights. Um, every year we go to... Um, walk through a Christmas light show and we drive through some and we drive around communities and neighborhoods looking for the coolest Christmas lights. Um, We're that family that we've had our our Christmas decorations, not all of them, but most of them, including the tree, uh, have been up since before Halloween. I know, I know, right? I have not had time, however, to put up my outdoor Christmas lights, so hopefully that'll be coming uh, in the near future. But we love the Christmas season. Uh, We love uh, all of the secular things that go with it. Um, but most of all, uh, we love celebrating the birth, birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's emotional because um, we, we spend time with our family. Uh, we have our kids come over and do, do an early Christmas uh, prior to going to Tennessee each year, and then we do the Christmas there with family. And um, what a blessing. I mean, it's just it's an emotional time where we... Uh, you know, express our love for Jesus, but also our love for our family. And just to be, just to take time off and just to be around each other without uh, everything being so busy and crazy is such a blessing. And so there's so many aspects of the Christmas season that that I enjoy and, and possibly you as well. Um, but worship and singing Christmas hymns and preaching the Word of God uh, and, and specifically the portions of the Word of God that deal uh, with the birth of Christ. What a joy to me that is. And, you know, this past <clears throat> Sunday, the last Sunday in November, uh, marked the beginning of Advent. And, of course, that word basically means the coming of Christ. And typically it's applied to His coming the first time. 
whereas uh, a different word, Greek word, parousia, is usually uh, descriptive of his second coming. Uh, but yeah, the Advent, you know, all the Sundays, um, the four Sundays leading up to Christmas, and then the fifth, uh, I guess, highlight or spotlight of Advent is is Christmas Eve. <clears throat> but um, I think about the great, the vast amount of doctrine that uh, we have that relates to Christmas, or, you know, this special celebration. Uh, I think about the um, virgin conception of Christ, the virgin birth of Christ, um, the incarnation of Christ. Incarnation literally means enfleshment. And so that is the doctrine that we believe that Christ came in human form. He came in human flesh. And um, uh, even though he came in human flesh, we believe that he was uh, sinless, untainted by sin. Uh, even though he inhabited a mortal body, uh, we know it was a mortal body because he died, but then he was raised uh, with a glorified body, and we praise the Lord for that. And and I'm just getting started. I'm, th- I'm just warming up, right, um, with the, the great amount of theology and doctrines that we have as a result of the advent or the coming of Jesus Christ. Um, one of the passages that I'll be working through during this season, in the month of December at the church, is a passage in Galatians. And Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, is really the, the crux of the, of the passage. And it, in this passage, verse 4 reads, Galatians 4, 4, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law, and then in verse 5, to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And, and obviously there's more there after that. But just looking at doctrine there, when the fullness of time had come, every word in the Word of God is important. And when you see that phrase, but when the fullness of time had come, it might not be anything, you know, there's not a word there like redemption, regeneration, resurrection, uh, there's not a big, you know, $25 word or anything like that. But and so it might be easy to kind of gloss over that uh, that phrase, um, that uh, dependent clause, if you would. But think about the theology. But when the fullness of time had come now, prior to that, it talks about being enslaved. It talks about being under the law. It talks about not having freedom. But when the fullness of time had come, well, I mean, the first word that I think about is sovereignty. God is in charge. He was in charge of all of this. (laughs) And so it's according to God's timing. It's according to God's timetable. It's according to God's time itself. And so when the fullness of time comes, another word that comes to mind is providence. At just the right time, when the fullness of time, when, when everything was right, where it needed to be, that's when God sent His one and only Son. Uh, and we're going to get into some of the gospel texts uh, later on in the month uh, and go into some detail there. But when the fullness of time had come, God. Well, that's all you need right there. <laughs> I mean, it's all about God. It's all about the glory of God. God is good. And so God sent forth His Son. And, of course, that uh, is the doctrine of Incarnation. Uh, the doctrine of the virgin conception, the doctrine of the virgin birth, 
um, and of course, born of the Virgin Mary. God sent forth his son, uh, uh, reminding us of the doctrine of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Born of woman, uh, very important, that uh, teaching of the, the, the doctrine of the virgin birth and virgin conception, um, that Christ was born of a human, a woman, and it was the, the creative work of the Holy Spirit uh, working in the womb, the that area of Mary to create life out of nothing, how powerful that is. Uh, born of women, born under the law. So born as a man, he came in human flesh under the law. He submitted, he surrendered his deity for a season, if you would. And it says, to redeem those who are under the law. So the purpose of his coming was redemption. I don't know if you've thought about that word. I love that word. Redemption involves the idea that you and I, all of humanity, we are helplessly enslaved and we have no resources with which we might free ourselves. Uh, think about someone being held hostage. Think about someone uh, being shackled. Uh, you've seen on TV shows to where somehow they have a um, you know, something that they pull out of their sleeve or their mouth or their hair. I don't know if, is it a bobby pin? I don't know why it was called a bobby pin. Why bobby? Anyways, whatever women have put in their hair over the years, but we've seen these these movies or whatever where they're able to, to pick a lock or pick the handcuffs or use a knife, cut the rope, um, somehow some way escape. But redemption is not like that at all. Um, redemption requires the fact that, that there is no escape. There is no way out. There is no hope. There is no help. We have no resources. There are no keys. There are no knives. There are no bobby pins, or whatever they're called. There's nothing to help. And so redemption, based upon that, means that someone has to come and set us free because we can't do it ourselves. We can't rescue. We can't set ourselves free. We can't save ourselves. We can't deliver ourselves. But someone can. Uh, but it can't be a normal, a regular, you know, just a human. It can't be someone um, that uh, who sinned. I mean, they're, how are they going to set another sinner free? So there had to be someone who was born under the law, but who was over the law. Someone that the law was kept perfectly by. And, of course, that someone is Jesus, the second member of the Holy Trinity, God the Son. And he would keep the law perfectly, and his righteousness would be transferred into our lives, and his righteousness would cancel out our unrighteousness. His blood would cancel out our sin debt. His light would cancel out our darkness. His love would cancel out our hatred. His peace would cancel out our frustration. His purpose would cancel out our worry. His power would cancel out our fear. Y'all hang on. I'm about to go to preaching, right? I mean, this is glorious. And of course, you see just by that how doctrine lends itself to duty because you can't hear or think about those things without delighting yourself in God without praising Him, without praying, without seeking His face, without taking joy and delight in Him, so that He might redeem those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Uh, you and I 
are born as wayward rebels, as illegitimate spiritual punks. Um, we have no rights. Uh, we are nothing. And the Lord rescues us through His Son, Jesus, and redeems us and sets us free and gives us all those things that I mentioned earlier. But then, but then also He adopts us to where we were children of the devil, and now we are children of God. We have a new home. As, as we were homeless, now we have a home. As we were alone, now we have a family. Though we were the children of Satan spiritually, now we are the children of God. What, a, what an awesome blessing. Hey, this Christmas season, I, I, I hope and trust that you will be electrified by the goodness of God and get excited about the gospel and share the good news with others. Listen, I'm going to cut it off here. Love you guys. It's been great. It's been real. It's been real great. <laughs> All right. Listen, love you and you take care and uh, hope to see you at Alexander Baptist Church or check us out online and certainly keep following us on Doctrine and Duty. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org. Dot org.